So what I was able to do is find one mimer that combines Parshish Tzitzave with Shabbat Zohar and another mimer on Purim. So we can hopefully touch all of our bases today. First one, Parshish Tzitzave begins with the words the Tzitzave. I put that little check there. You shall command etc. the Kuelecha, they shall take Shemen Zayizah, pure olive oil, etc. Hine. Gabi the Hinas Moshe Kasiv. Gabi the Hinas Moshe Kasiv, Laha Alos Niratanda. Concerning Moshe, the the language the Torah uses is to bring up a perpetual nair. And the language of the Torah concerning Aaron, it says from nighttime till morning. There's two different Lashonos of apparently the same thing. One is described as Laha'alos near Tamid and the other is Erevatmoker. To try and understand this in a manner which is relevant to our own Avodas Hashem. Like it says, remember that which Amalek did on the way when you went out of Egypt. Asher Korcha Baderach, that he, it could mean he cooled you down, that's one meaning. It also means he made you tome, that's another meaning. Baderach, on the way. How are you, Richard? Pesadic test. The Yeshlohav in Kefel Baderach. Let's try and understand why the word Baderach is stated twice. Because first it says, Baderach, it says from the time, on the way when you left Egypt, that's the first Baderach. And the second one is Asher Korcha Badera. He cooled you down on the Dera. Hine Kesiv. It's written in Shemoth, Mohama Lahashem Ba'amolek, Midor Dor. That God has a battle with Amolek from generation to generation. Isa the Siddur. It's brought down in the Siddur, and he may be referring to the Siddur of the Balatanya. I would imagine that's the Siddur he's referring to, but I'm not positive. Uh, it could also be one of the Sidurim attributed to the Arizal, the Talmidei Ha'ari. Midor Dor, when it says generation to generation, Hu Bechinas Leia Rachel. That is the aspect of Leia and Rachel. Valderach Avoda, and if we want to put it in terms of Avodas Hashem, Hu Bechinas Anava Vesimcha. They are the aspects of humility and joy. V'zehu Maimur Chazal and this is connected to that which the Chacham and Teach in Brachos Ein Omdin Lehis Palel Ela Mitoch Kovid Rosh One statement says You shall not dive and accept out of a state of serious And there's another statement by the Chacham Ein Omdin Lehis Palel Ela Mitoch Simcha Shal Mitzvah you should not get up to Dav and accept from out of the joy of doing a mitzvah. So he wants to say one of those is Anava, 
humility, that's Kovid Rosh. And the other is Simcha, Simcha Shal Mitzvah. Leah and Rachel, I'm not sure which is which at this point. Baderech, Baderech. Lahalos Nirtamid, Erevat Bargamot. Two things that are, is a theme that he's bringing through here, which we have not yet elaborated on, but those are his ideas so far. Dehina Isa Bazar Kadesh, it's brought down in the Zohar. Afal Gav, Dehihu Nahora Rabba the Akira, even though that it is a great fire, Ukamhu Lagabe Ila it is a dull fire, Lagabe, in respect to the cause of all cause. No matter how great a fire is, put that up to Akash Borahu, it's dim. The Mavur, Bereshis Chachma, the Sefer HaKodesh Tomer Devar, it's brought down in these two great Sifre Musser, the Bereshis Chachma, or one of the Tamile Arizal, and the Tomer Devar of Ayrmoshe Kordavero. Shemizet Nilmad Bechina Sanova. That from here we can learn Pesadic test. We can hear and learn the concept of Anava. Shahu betachlis hamiyud vahashiflis. That what that means is to be in the ultimate state of smallness. Kamonakuda shachora, like a black dot. Delespe givun chivur claw, that has no. Sense no color, no shade of white at all. And that's the realm of Moshe Rabbeinu, the Nachnu Ma. As Moshe said, we, what are we? We are what? We are like nothing. This dull fire, it calls the uh, greater fire white or light bright the Zemore Hakra and this is what the Pasuk is trying to teach us Kesiv Limaor it says that you shall bring the oil for for light Shahu Be'ena Nivza Benidke Umavakesh Limaor this is a person who sees themselves as very small like a little black dot he says and as Mavakesh Or seeks out light, seeks out illumination, radiance. Now this is a very beautiful statement because it's very easy for us to think that if one looks at themselves as a little black dot, that they have nothing to aspire for. So what, are, what are we? We're nothing. You know, a little black dot. Tomorrow I'll be half of a black dot. Now we could go down that road. But the idea here is that to recognize that I need light. And if I see myself as something small and in a state of darkness, and that inspires me to seek out light, that's real humility. That's emestika anova. If that inspires me to feel poorly about myself, that's false humility. There's something wrong with that humility. There's some ego in that humility. It's not real humility. That's feeling sorry for myself. But if I use it to, to really aspire to greatness, to look for light, the mavakesh or, 
That's emesthetic humility. Now I know that that feeling of smallness has led me to something which is good. Yes, Rob? Right. Lahalos Nertam, which he's going to say. And that's the concept of anivus that he wants to bring out here, and one of the badera that he's going to bring out too. Not, not like the joke of two guys sitting in the shul, beating their breath and saying, I'm nothing, I'm nothing, and the third guy comes and starts saying, I'm nothing, I'm nothing, and he looks and thinks he's nothing. Right. <laughs> Okay, so this concept of being the vakesh or of looking for light, looking at oneself always as a small flame in respect to the greater flame, the greater fire, the bigger light which is out there. A darker flame, a dim fire, will always call out for the greater fire, the, the greater illumination. So that, like Ralph said, that's a concept of anivu. The simcha shal mitzvah, the aspect of simcha shal mitzvah, hu hisbonus bibachinas elokus, that's reflecting on God's greatness. Ne'amar, as it says, togel nafshi belokai. My soul rejoices in Hashem. Vahu bechinas aharon. And that's aharon. Hamashpia ahavarava betaanugim, which emanates great love and delight. Lehisanegal Hashem, the pleasure of having a relationship with God. Betaanugeloki, a godly kind of pleasure, bechinas simcha shal mitzvah. So, a person can't afford, in Avodas Hashem, to get caught up in the statement, I am, not, I am not worthy exclusively. That's part of the picture, and to seek out greater light. The other part of the picture is to not think about that, but to think about, I for whatever reason that God has deemed it to be so, he has found it fitting that I have a relationship with him. And regardless of anything else I might think or might consider, I know that there is a tainug in that. God wants me to be close to him. He wants my kesher with him. And that in itself is the source of great joy. Because it has nothing to do with how big I am, how small I am. It's not considering that. It's God wants me to be close to him. And that is what he's calling togel nafshi belokai, a simple, pure rejoicing in being with Hashem. Simcha shal mitzvah, and that's the bechina of Aaron HaKohen. V'zehu baha'aloscha, and that's the pshat of the word baha'aloscha later in the Torah, as it pertains to Aaron, it says baha'aloscha, now the pshat of that word is when you lift up the flame you can also look at that word as when you are uplifted in your lighting that Aaron 
lit up the Jewish people. The Simcha Shal Mitzvah with the joy of doing a mitzvah. So where does that come from? The Zen Nimshach Ayyadei Mochin V'Hithbonidu. That comes from one's Hithbonidus, one's power of reflection upon Hashem's greatness. Yes, it's curious that this Hithbonidus is related to It's a similar conjugation. But the Shorish is different. One has to do with Bina, and the other has to do with Badad, which means to be by oneself. But the conjugation of Hispa'alus kind of conjugation is the same. Self-reflexive. Uh-huh. It's a reflexive kind of... Uh, Let's think about that for a minute. Ruchas Kohanim. In Sinashalam, in respect to. Different word? Let's see. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, I got you. Vizen Nimshachal Yide Mochin Vihis Bonimus. Vinoda Midivreha Arizal is known from the Ariya Kadesh. Shemochin Iaf Sharla Adam Laham Shach Kol Hayom. Rak Alzman. This is a really an important thing to know. That to have mochen, which is a state of inspiration, an expansive state of mind, is temporary. It's temporary. We can't be in that state all day long. Only lizman. For a certain period of time, there's an inspiration. Rabbi Tversky in front of used to say that we all have moments of temporary sanity. <laughs> so... <laughs> it's That's interesting right. the, 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 the very interesting phrasing it's almost it's, it's not impossible for a person to bring, to it, bring it to it themselves you can't, right. it's, it's not possible to be in a perpetually inspired state of mochin, I understand, I perceive it's not possible it's not how human life is but why does it say rock it's just a it's only for a period of time. Ulazed, therefore, Gabe Ya'aroch Oso Aaron, when it says Aaron's Mida of Simcha Mitzvah, which is the joy of being inspired by the fact that I have a relationship with God, by him it says, Kasiv Zaman. That's for a certain period of time. Me'erevad Boker. Right? From nighttime until morning. So the Torah is expressing that that kind of inspiration you get from time to time. That's our, that's Simcha Shal Mitzvah. Whereas by Moshe Rabbeinu, which had to do with humility, that's perpetual. And that's Laha Alos Neratamin. That's always, that's constant. A person can always have that Madrega of humility. Behine. Amolek Hamastir, Kasiv, Upilak Shau Ushmaruma. Amolek is the Mastir, it conceals, it hides. And it says in the Torah, his Pilegesh, his concubine, his concubine and the, her name was Ruma. The Isa Besefer Yitzira is brought down in the Sefer Yitzira that that's two words, Ruma. Look at what? At Nothing, at nothingness. Hainu. What's 
look to see? Re'em. It usually means something that's powerful, carne re'em, re'shalat mem. Uh, I don't know. That's a name, re'uma, and it, it looks like the shorish is re'em because that would make sense in the conjugation. It looks like it. Hainu she'ein ha'shiflut etzlo b'leiv b'tachlis rak mare atzmo b'chinat hanan. at the Lashon here. This is a, a really a beautiful thought here. I mean, it's a very striking thought. That Ma, look at what? What does that mean? Hainu she'in ha-shiflus etzlo b'leiv b'tachlis. That's a person who is not truly humble. Rak mare atzmo b'chinas ono. But he thinks he is. He, he portrays himself as being humble. Ru'u, come and see. Ma, I'm nothing. Like, look who's calling himself nothing. Like, he'll choke you for it. Is that Tachlis Hagei? In this context, in our current, I find just so striking. Osama bin Laden, who, you know, he had pictures taken. He looks like a rob with his sort of the sporum in back of him. You know, I mean, it's like the rob of the Cleveland. Right, right. Except for his little machine gun next yeah. to his <laughs> And that kind of humility is the uh, ultimate arrogance. That's not humility, that's Gaius, that's Gaiva, where a person wants to portray themselves as being humble, that's ego. Zehu, yes, Richard? What is no, I don't know. I was trying to see if it somehow belonged to Amalek, but it goes back to Nahor. That was the name of his Pilegesh, Ru'uma. And the Sefer Yitzira writes Ru'uma. It might be the Sefer 
safer uranium also, but usually it's safer uranium zero. But the direct connection to this, I don't know. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. That's a question mark here. What's the connection? But the concept is Ruma, that that's the, a false humility, which really comes from ego. Now we're going back to Amalek. On the way, when they went out of Mitzrayim, Sho'oz kesi va'at erom ve'erya. We read this in the uh, Agadah. And you, the Jewish people, you were naked. You were like nothing. The person who views themselves as, we said, a small black dot. Which has no radiance, but is searching out, searching out light. That's proper humility. When one really sees themselves as, as being in need of illumination, not having achieved illumination. Asher Korcha, Hibachinas Kariru Mehahadlaka, and Korcha that he cooled you down, that's the concept of that a person is being cooled down from inspiration on a regular basis. Shahoya Mevi Aharon Belibos Bene Yisrael, that inspiration that came from Aram, which is Simcha Shal Mitzvah inspiration, that constant cooling one down from the state of inspiration, that comes from Amalek. And as the Zohar says, the time of tefillah is the time of battle. Right? We become subject to forces that try and steer us away from davening. All we got to do is open up the sitter, start to daven, and we know how many uh, thoughts start to invade our mind. So those two things, let's try and tie them together. Moshe Rabbeinu was lahalos ner tamid. That's the perpetual ner. That's anibus, that's humility, knowing that I'm small and that I need to look out to search for something greater. That can be ongoing. That's not, not anivus can be ongoing. Then there's Aaron, who's simple shomitzvah, it's me'erevat boker, and that's occasional. That kind of inspiration, the joy, the delight in Hashem, that doesn't last. Now the two baderech are, uh, Amalek attacks us, baderech b'tseisam b'mitzrayim, right? When we actually achieve a level of humility, like when we left Egypt and we knew how small we were, one Amalek, the Amalek on that derech, tries to take that humility and transform it into a false humility. Where a person, you might say, takes pride in their humility, or even comes from pride. That's one baderech. And the other is asher korcha baderech, that the being cooled down from inspiration is another type of uh, ploy or koach of Amalek. And what he says what we need to do is to be misboning, to reflect upon Hashem's greatness, to allow us to live in some moments of inspiration, usually that, that could occur in davening, but even davening is also a time of battle as well. 
Vashem Yaazreini Limcho Shemobi Mehera Vihi Hashem Sholem Amen Ken May Hashem help me to erase his name quickly and the name of Hashem should be that co-op which opposes it and he says that comes from the Lord. That's the same inspiration, right. What that really means is that it constantly uh, goes higher. Because inspiration really by definition, if it remains the same, it, it will cease to be inspiration stopped after a while. But if you're constantly moving upward and you have a greater state of hasoga, greater mochi, you know, a greater mind, a greater perception, that's where the inspiration comes from. And in the time of Mashiach, that's on an upward climb. So we're constantly getting, you might say, re-inspired. Trevor, can you elaborate on the connection that he makes here between the piece of the city, your door, Right, so the Anova Vesimcha part, that was the Moshe Rabbeinu part and the Arna Cohen part. But which is Leia and which is Rafa there, I don't know. And the connection to Dor Dor? Also don't know. Maybe hers, maybe hers is the Anivus, you mean? So maybe the Anivus is referring to that. Okay, now let's take a look at one on forum. So that was Tetzava and Zohar right, together, so we did that. And now we're going to do one on forum. That's the second page uh, that I handed out there. It starts with the words by Tosef Esther, page Kuf Vav. Right. <laughs> right, page Kuf Vav. That's, that's the real hint. Okay, 
Vatosep Esther Vatida. Bear Esther continued and she spoke before the king, Ahasuerus, Vatesk, and she cried, Vatishanen lo, and she supplicated him. Lahavin Mahu Hadibur Shadibra, to understand what was the, uh, what were the words which Esther spoke? What did she say? Vagam Lahavin Mizeh Derachavon. And also, how does this pertain to our own Avodas Hashem? Hina Yadua, it is known, Asher Yesh Bechinas Ben, Ubechinas Evan. There is the aspect of a son, a child, and the aspect of a servant. Bechinas Ben, a child, who Misha Zoche Laavod Lahashem Yisbarach, Bibechinas Mochim, that's a person who serves God from out of a state of intelligence, comprehension, awareness. To reflect upon God's greatness, as the Zohar writes, It's like a child who gets to search around in the treasures of the king. So the king lets his child play around in his storehouse and he can be with the jewels and the crowns can do that. He's his son. Lubechinas Evet, whereas a servant who sheha avoda who bederach kabolas ol. That's a different kind of avoda which has to do with the acceptance of responsibility. Kabolas ol. Af she'en lo bechinas mochi. Even though one may not have the understanding, the comprehension, the chapes begins the demalka to actually search out the treasures of the king and to understand deeply. But it's rather about faith and about loyalty. Like a servant who is obligated to fulfill the instructions of his master. So both of those two things are components of our Avodah Hashem. One is an inspired state, a state of mochen, like we saw in the previous mimer, and we know that that's only temporary. And the other is a state of responsibility. I have a responsibility. I am mechuyev. I'm obligated to God, whether I understand or not. Vehine b'dor hamidbor kesiv vayechazu That generation of the midbor, it says, and they perceive Hashem. Shohoya Bechinas Hiskalus Elokus, that they experienced a great level of revelation, Shahuha Avdus Bechinas Ben, which is the aspect of knowing Hashem as a child. Avoata, but now, Bedoros Elu, in our generations, Shinemarva Anochi Hastir Astir, Hashem said, I will hide my presence, and it's a lesson of being doubly hidden, Hastir Astir. Each person, though, must accept this service of Hashem in the realm of simple faith and loyalty to God. Therefore, it says they called these days of Purim, Purim, Hapur, for the sake of or on the name of the lottery, Lots, they called it poor. A lottery 
just whoever wins, wins. It's all based on something above Tom Vidas. You submit yourself to this lottery, you're going to pull out one number, that now where there's the koach in Zman shahubi bechinas Esther the time of Esther when God is hidden bechinas v'anochi hastir hastir sorry cha'adam l'kavu olav ha'avod a person must accept avodas Hashem bechinas eved as an eved shahu aderech ha'goro belotam v'das which is the idea of accepting avodas Hashem whether I understand it or not. But this is how it is. I'm submitting myself. Rak bibachinas emuna pshuta al kopan. So that's one type of avod. V'zeh sha'amra Esther, and this is what Esther said, looking at her words now, al-derech ha'avodah, v'ilu la'avodim nimkarnu, If we had only been sold as slaves, if we were not really about to lose our lives. I would have been silent. I wouldn't have bothered the king with this fuss. So what's Adir HaAvodah? So we're saying to Hashem, now we're looking at her conversation with Ahashverosh like our conversation with Hashem. We're saying to Hashem, if we were only slaves, if we were only just avodim to you and served you in that way, hecharashti, we'd be silent. Right? We would be happy if we could at least serve you like that. Rakshain hatsar shove. But it's not that. It's worse than that. Sharotse gamzelabe. But the koach of Amalek wants to even take away that from us. That we can't serve Hashem even as servants. Even that we don't have. The Zehu Vatosef Esther, and that's what it means that Esther continued to speak. Shenitosaf od Hester. There was even further concealment. Vatosef Esther, rather, Aldera Haremes, more Hester, more concealment. Dor Hamidbor was the door of Ben. The other Doros in history were the door of Evet. But what happens when you even lose that relationship with Hashem? But Tosef Esther, we're not even in Evan. We can't even be macabre the relationship with Hashem based on Emuna. Shagam libachinas Evan ain't biyacholto lavo. Even as an Evan, we're having difficulty now relating to God. So ha'etzolazeh. What do you do about this? He gives a very simple, very beautiful answer, very direct. Vatidaber lifnei hamelech. Speak to God. Person, every single person has to come before God and ask Hashem with their own mouth. To cry. And to supplicate, to beseech God. And awaken great compassion. Asher Hashem 
Yirachem of Hamarubi, that God in his abundant compassion, Yirachem Oleinu, will have compassion on us, Laorer Osanu, Beisarusa di Leilan, there's the key. Hashem Yisbarach, I can't do it, I'm not a Ben, I'm not an Evan, so please, bring down from above a spirit that will awaken me, to get me out of this. Yisarusa di Leilan, let it come from you, it can't come from me, I'm stuck, so let it come from you. That at least we should be able to serve you. that if you can't even be an Evan right, just bring it down to your Hashemayim and ask that Kodesh Baruch Hu uh, I think I think the godless of this concept is this, that you know when we get stuck, so we, we get desperate and we try very, very, very hard. But what we do sometimes is that we try very hard within our own limitations, within us. And there's only so far that a person can go. We're, we're limited. And I think the answer here is for a person not to approach Hashem based on what we are capable of. And to make that shift in perception, it's not totally on me, it's totally on Hashem. It's a little bit similar to when we ask Hashem not based on our own tefus, but based on Hashem's rachamim and Hashem's chesed. Because that's, for us, it's always going to be, we're always going to be being mabakesh from within a limited realm. It's totally on us. Once we reach outside of that and have a conversation with Hashem and say, it's from you, so please open me up. Now I'm not asking for something that I don't have asking for something that Hashem always has, always will have. It's a limitless supply. So to get to that point, reach out to our Kaddish Baruch Hu based on that. Shukah. I don't know because when you had people like that and greatness like that, like the Chachamim, whether or not you know this kind of um, phenomena in Avoda was present, I don't know because it's so hard to compare one door to another, especially a door that's so far removed from who we are. Was this an aspect of their struggle with Avodah Hashem? 
I don't know. All, the, all that I know is that in the Hasidic forum, beginning, let's say, 100 to 200 years ago, this idea that we reached a period in history where the darkness was so great that we couldn't even see, we can't even see ourselves to be out of anymore, and that they started to speak to that point. And Rav Nachman's constant um, words of encouragement to people never to give up hope, never to be the Irish. So we, we seem to have reached a state in history where that's become more relevant, and certainly you know, it's just progressed. Maybe, you know, the kernels of such a madrega were present in earlier doras. So great people could see them in their kernel form. But for them to be widespread and shared by the population of Amis world, I don't know if it was like that, but it doesn't seem to have really come into the forefront of the, you know, of the, the, and the, the insights of our sport until 200 years ago, approximately 200 years ago. So it seems to me. It seems to be more of a recent um, phenomena, but maybe that's in terms of it being widespread. Well, one, one concept that comes to my mind that uh, Zohar speaks about, that he was the last one to be able to be obeyed in that way of enormous Ahava. And after that, the gate was closed, and it would lead to other things like he said, promiscuity or some kind of wildness. But not that he actually closed it. He was over to get it. And at that point, he needed some more. I've seen the Maestri before, not that I saw it in, in a different uh, different collection of uh, mice. Yeah. Chicago. 